What's up, Rob? Jody B. How the fuck are you, man? Just hanging out, doing work. Oh, that makes me sad. Big Black just died. Anyway, just taking a shit. Thought about calling you, seeing how everything's going. I sent you a picture today of some cocksucker driving down the road with his leg hanging out the window. Man, what the fuck is going on with these people? You need to keep that shit inside. You ever seen the movie Death Proof with Kurt Russell? Bitch's leg goes flying off through the camera. Ain't nobody want that. Keep your shit inside. I remember one time driving out on the road. I'm driving, and you know how you put your hand out the window and you let it feel the air and go up and down and all that shit? It's all good fun. I'm driving down, and I see this arm hanging out the window. And it took me probably 10 seconds to realize that something was wrong. I said, what is this? What the fuck is that? And as I got closer, I realized the person holding his motherfucking hand out the window ain't got a hand on his stump. The dude's driving down the road with his motherfucking stump hanging out the window. Now, obviously, if you don't have a hand, the air trajectory doesn't work quite right. So, I mean, he wasn't getting the full effect of sticking his shit out the window and, and riding the wind. But it was, obviously, he made a mistake somewhere in his life. And I feel like you should learn your lesson and keep your motherfucking hands inside the window. Anyway, I got to get back to her. But I'll holler at you later, motherfucker. Take it out. The champ! Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. If you're ready for some random shit from Rob Now everybody stand up and lift your arms Put your hands in the sky like you're pinching stars Go piss on Mars! What? It's so random, it's all gravy The podcast is Rob's yeah, go crazy Yup And all kind of shit like that That's what Rob says when he runs off track Fun fact, tuck that in your brain Fuck that, nutsacks, we act insane And the fast lane still smooth like butter Rob, dude, you Last brother. Motherfucker. You might hear that about every other word, but who's keeping camp? The ramblings get so random, what's happening? I'm babbling. So much you can't handle me, chattering teeth. Sound like a battle axe bashing the beat. Don't laugh when I speak, cause really, we're just some idiots. I ain't talking about a little bit, I'm talking fully illiterate. Like little kids trapped in a grown man's body. Acting a fool like Lindsay Lohan party. Like it's a part of your life, we party all night. Blackout, that's how we party it right. Hit the Walmart, cause we bored as shit. Instagram and upload the video. <laughs> look at it, look at it, Rob. Hanging out in the Walmart for no reason, just Instagramming. He got his phone out, walking around, looking at himself like... Hey, look at me, I'm walking through Walmart. It's so random, Rob. It's so random, random. but that's what we love. Random ramblings with random Rob. Ramblings. Random ramblings. Motherfucking random freaking ramblings. motherfucking random ramblings. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Blah, 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 blah. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob. And I am back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week and listening to my podcast or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, If you're a first time listener, appreciate you. Thank you for taking your time out and taking a chance on me in this wacky and zany podcast. Uh, Also, shout outs to the self-proclaimed voicemail champ, Jody B., that motherfucker, Jody B. I don't know if he's a self-proclaimed 
voicemail champ. I might have dubbed him that because, you know, he he, he is he was Moranian and defending champion. He was the only one really leaving me voicemails and everything at the time. And then Ray jumped into the picture. Jared jumped into the picture. Hoppy comes in just about every week now with a, a interesting story, which I have one of those. If you'd like to hear it, I think you would. So I'm just go ahead and play it. Let Hoppy do what he do. What's up, you sexy scallywags and pervert pirates? Yeah, I'm on to you motherfuckers. I know y'all's deal. But uh, most of y'all don't know Hoppy Rogers used to be a porn star before he was a horror movie director. Actually, I, I left porn and then got into charity videos and then got out of that shit because I saw how fucked up charities are, raping people and stuff and just pretending to help. Anyways, man, now I'm doing horror movies, but I got a a, a, a porn blooper story from back in the day. Like, y'all know goddamn well it happens. I don't know why these motherfuckers don't put the blooper reel. I mean, they got behind the scenes and try to look cool and all that shit. And it's like, man, we ain't buying porn to see you look cool, dog. We're buying porn to see pussy. And, I mean, you could at least make us laugh. But anyways, here's a blooper story. So, uh, I was with this first-timer, Jane Jones. Uh, and, you know, she's beautiful. I can post pictures. In fact, I'm going to post a picture of her on B-Rob's feed here in a minute. But, uh... And then there's the intro to this scene on my YouTube channel. So you can get on that shit and, like, you know, you can't put no fucking on YouTube. But you can see the intro. So anyway, before I get cut off, here's the goddamn story. Uh, I'm fucking this bitch doggy style and, uh, anally in the butthole. And then my cameraman's over here on a raised platform filming. And uh, the battery got to running low because we was doing two scenes in one day or whatever. So you had it hooked up to a cord so that they, they didn't die in the middle of uh, shooting the shit. Because we only had it for three hours. Well, anyway, uh, I'm fucking her in the butthole. And then he's got that cord to the camera. Well, the cord got caught on something. He, he like, whipped it. And when he whipped it to get it up loose or whatever, he didn't realize he was so close to the ceiling. Hits his head on the ceiling. And, then you know, they got the textured ceilings. This one was, like, extra textury. But when he hit his head on the ceiling, it was right at the same goddamn time that I pulled out to show the gaper, you know what I'm saying? And I pull out to show the gaper, he hits his head on the fucking ceiling, and a big old stalactite of that shit falls off and goes straight in her butthole. And I'm like, like, we both look at each other, dog, and I'm like, man, what the fuck? We can't tell her, dog, because if she knows, she's going to tighten that butthole up, and it's gonna be, that's going to hurt, dog. It's going to be real hard to get out. So, like, we neither of us say shit. We're just looking at each other. So I start reaching down in there and try to fish this thing out. And at that point, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, hold up, girl, hold up, hold up. And that's just all I said, you know, because I don't want her to, to get scared and tighten that motherfucker up because she's fucked. And I ain't got no insurance like that. So anyway, uh... I finally get this fucking thing out of her and just go right back to fucking her. She never knew nothing about it until she saw the blooper on the video. Ah, Hoppy Rise out. I mean, really? I mean, what can you say after hearing something like that? Motherfucking. How often do you hear stalactite or stalagmite or whatever in a fucking normal conversation? Well, Hoppy don't have normal conversation, but how often do you just hear that word in general? That's what I want to know. And happy if um the you know the girl that you mentioned or whatever, um do y'all still have a rapport? I mean, do y'all still talk? Uh, maybe do a little finger banging here and there or whatever. But um, if y'all still have some kind of communicato between each other, I would love to have the both of you on the podcast to discuss that situation or shit. Just have you individually, just 
Hoppy, we we working it out, man. I know I reached back to you many moons ago, but um, I appreciate you contributing to the show as you always do. And uh, I'm telling you, man, I keep I keep saying it uh, in its own wax is recorded. So, I mean, it will come to pass. Moving right along today. My guest is uh, Trisha and Katie. And what's so special about Trisha and Katie? Well, let me tell you. For one thing, one's name is Katie. And I don't know why I was saying Trisha is Trish. But um, they met at a party and you know that almost sounds you know it almost sounds like you know it's going somewhere dark and mysterious and it and and i mean that in a sexy type of way you know but it kind of does but not how you think i'm thinking i mean if you listen to the show enough you know i got a dirty mind with the innuendos and the outdoors and all that bullshit but trish and katie they got together at a party and they Swap many displeasures of a particular thing that they had in common. And this thing happened to be acting. They are both inspiring actresses and they had many drinks and they displayed well, displayed isn't a good word. They uh, voiced their dismay to each other and they formed a kinship because of this. And. Since, you know, they had so many displeasures with the acting world and not getting parts and whatever the fuck, you know, was wrong in Hollywood. They said, fuck it. Two tears in the bucket. And they set out on their own adventure in Hollywood and they made their own TV show. Well, TV, YouTube, same thing. You're going to watch the motherfucker because I'm telling you to right now. They formed a show on YouTube. It's a season one already in the books, and it's called My Roommate is an Escort. You see that? You see how I said it goes into those dark and sexy places? Kind of like me, dark and sexy. And, um, yeah, there it is. <laughs> they got a web series called My Roommate's an Escort. And I happened to pawn these two individuals by listening to the Just in Time podcast. And um, there were guests on there and there was the just in time crew's first guest, actually, because the motherfuckers didn't think to have me be their first guest bastards. And then when I was finally a guest on their show, they didn't record my half of the audio. So they sound like they was having a conversation with themselves and excluded this guy. But, you know, I'm not going to throw stones. You know why? Because I had a good time talking with those gentlemen and we built a good rapport from that conversation, even though my half didn't get recorded. But I say that to say this. The first couple minutes of the conversation with Trish and Katie, I did the same exact thing. I was sitting there just running my goddamn mouth. And then I happened to look over at my freaking uh, mixer here and um, the mute button was on. I seen my little light was lit up. Showing me that I'm not getting audio coming in to the mixer from the other people that I'm talking to. So, yeah, I fucked up, too. And I just wanted to put all that out there to say, hey, hey, brothers over there, just in time, corn, freaking blunts, all you motherfuckers. I forget your names. I just know your voices. That's how podcasts work for me. <laughs> I forgive you. And 
play as fuck up too, baby. But anyway, we have a great conversation. It's fun to see two people that get along so well. And I mean, cause it was points in time to where I would throw questions out there and, and they would just go off on their own conversation, just kind of recalling stuff um, that they experienced. And it was just a good old time. I was just like sitting there being the third wheel and shit. And guess what? Random Mrs. B Rob spotting. Um, I brought up in conversation and they didn't want to talk to us. So I pulled Mrs. B Rob in for a couple minutes and we had some, um, conversation. Well, they did. I couldn't hear because I mean, I only got one set of headphones and I can't hear them without the headphones. And so they had a conversation and I was there and some things got clarified. So you're going to hear how that goes on this edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast featuring Trish and Katie from My Roommates and Escort. So we've been really busy organizing that. Sweet. And now we're going back to the writing room, working on our next projects, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, because, yeah, y'all, one season in now, so you got to obviously go on to season two. You can't skip and go to three. That would be awkward as shit. Yeah, that'd be really awkward. That would be funny. <laughs> and we're really doing funny. season three. <laughs> you missed season two? How did you miss yeah. it? We put it out there. Yeah. Well, you yeah. just, like, call season two season six. Yeah. Season six. That would be very confusing and funny. That would be funny if it's just, like, six years later. Yeah. And then you just do a spinoff. Yeah, that would be funny. Actually, good idea. You're welcome. <laughs> Copyright Random Rams of the Rob. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, you can go, you can skip to season three, then you can do flashbacks to season two, and everybody be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just mess with people. Yeah. So Or do season one, season three, then season two. Yeah, or, yeah, Ooh. I like the flashback thing, like have season three next, and in season three, do flashbacks to season two. <laughs> that was never actually. Yeah. <laughs> just like the key moments. Yeah. <laughs> we never release season two. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, I heard we increased their budget by like hundred grand. I heard about you all from the Just in Time podcast, and I want to mention the Just in Time podcast because I recorded with them a couple days ago, and we had a glorious conversation. It was like two hours and some change, and um, when I reached out to them, I was like, "Hey, man, when the episode gonna come out?" so I can promote it and all kinds of things like that. And it's like, man, we recorded, but we only got our half of the audio. We didn't get yours. <gasps> and I, and I, and that's fine. Shit happens because I only reason I bring it up. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> make fun of them or whatever, but I just, <laughs> I just did the same thing. <laughs> oh like, no. When, whenever we was talking about the pizza and all the other stuff there, I had you muted, and all I was recording was me. <laughs> oh, see, so I just wanted to put that out there for them. I was like, "Hey, man, shit happens." <laughs> oh yeah, it happens. But we good now. <laughs> good, oh, we're recording. Okay, good. Glad to hear. <laughs> yeah, because this, uh, this is comedy gold. Yeah. Yes, you don't want to miss anything we say. No. And by that we mean you probably want to miss everything we say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to us on mute. Yeah, you'll get way more out of it if it's just silent. <laughs> you just listen to your own thoughts. <laughs> All right. So obviously you're together now. You um, 
working on the show together. But how did yeah. this, uh, you know, this meeting come about? How, when did you first uh, meet each other? Katie and I met at a um, birthday party. Yes. Birthday party. <laughs> party is the key word. And um, <laughs> we have a mutual friend that we both did some filmmaking with. And um, yeah, just hit it off. And we seem to be, we seem to have the same sense of humor. We find the same things funny and we find the same things annoying. <laughs> so we really just kind of click. We bonded over things we hate. Yeah, yes. things we don't like. And uh, <laughs> like not getting roles or men or, or, you know, we had similar men issues so we just uh i guess had chemistry we've got a lot of issues yeah and we bonded over that <laughs> then we started meeting in a um we put a meeting for two days later in our calendars like while we were drunk the yeah. night we met and decided we would meet two days later to write and then i remember getting this notification in my calendar and i'm like is that girl actually going to want to meet to write today <laughs> we were drunk most people won't follow up so that that I messaged you or you messaged me, but it was still on, so. And here we are. Yeah. Years later. No, not that much later. A year and a half later. Yeah. Well, sweet. Sometimes it feels like five. Sometimes it feels like three months. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So uh, that's it. Yeah, that's again. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. Now, I mean, you bonded over, you know, many dislikes and everything. Embraced the hate. And, um. Yeah. It was more um, geared toward the acting world. So let's break that down individually. I mean, how did each of you get started into acting? Um, like it, just like from the very beginning, or wherever you feel comfortable talking about it from. From the beginning right. of time. From the beginning of time. Um, I so when I was my mom's a huge theater fan, and when I was a little kid, um, I grew up in a small town a few hours east of Toronto called Trenton, Ontario. But when I was a little kid, my mom used to like drive us to the city all the time to go see plays, mostly musicals, but like also other plays. And I always like loved it, but it was never really presented as a career option per se. So I didn't even realize like that's something you could do. And then as I got older and like I could audition for school plays, I started doing that and just loved it. And then I ended up, well, I actually ended up going to university for life sciences, like pre-med. But then after a year of that, I was like, no, I really want to be an actor. So then I switched to drama and psychology and just continued doing lots of shows, community theater while I was at Queens. And, uh, and then moved to Toronto and started pursuing it. And uh, have had a lot of very small roles mm -hmm. on TV shows and some commercials, voice work. Some have had a few bigger roles in some independent film projects. But uh, in general, um, wasn't getting the opportunities that I wanted because my passion is comedy and I wanted to play some larger comedic roles. So uh, kind of we when we met, we took the bulls by the, the horn and here we are. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and um, I guess for, yeah, for me, this is Trish. It's kind of the same sort of, I mean, you just kind of, I guess, start out being inspired by like plays or whatever when you're a kid. And then 
Um, like I enjoyed drama class in high school and I did a, a couple other, I started to go in a few different directions in life, but then just realized that this is what I wanted to pursue wholeheartedly. And you start off, yeah, doing like smaller roles in independent productions, and then you get the bigger roles in independent productions, and then you end up joining the actors union and you go back to getting the smaller roles in productions. <laughs> and um, then you write your own things so that you can, you can have the, the roles that you want to play. And um, yeah, I think it's just, we were both kind of at the same phase when we met where we wanted to create more um, leading roles for ourselves and we wanted to get do more comedy. So okay. so that that worked out. I dig it. So far. I dig it. I like it a lot. Um, One day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. I was just captivated by both of your stories and everything. I had something where I wanted to go and I fucking forgot. So that's, that's how it works over here sometimes. That's all the time to us. Yep. But um, as a creator of content, does it um come easy to the both of you or whatever? Like whenever you get together and you do your writing sessions and you be like, hey, this is my yeah. end goal and this is how we're going to go about it. Yeah. 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 We, we usually like have ideas. We do. We usually like start by just like chit chatting mm-hmm. and like swapping like, you know, how we do when we're with friends, you know, what's going on, what happened, blah, 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 blah. And that usually kind of gets us going. And yeah. then once we, like, start writing, like, we're pretty we're pretty efficient and we're pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And we have a really good flow. And we laugh a lot when we're writing. Yeah, we find the same things funny. So that works out, writing comedy. Yeah. Together. And we've had, like, certainly enough sort of similar. Because, you know, we're both women around the same age, you know. And we have had, like, a lot of sort of similar experiences. Mm-hmm. So we can relate to a lot of the same situations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we do, like, when we're just hanging out, say, like, when we were hanging out tonight before the podcast, it wasn't an official writing session, but we'll just hang out as friends and be chatting, and we'll start talking about something or someone, and we'll be like, that would be a funny character. Write that down. down. So then we'll just, things like that, whenever we find something funny when we're together, we'll write it in our notes, and then later it'll pop up somewhere okay yeah Yeah. so be careful what you say because you might end up being a character yeah (laughs) for like taylor swift who writes about ex-boyfriends all the time except we write about podcasters (laughs) our next series is called podcasters yeah we're gonna make characters out of all of you guys that we chat with oh shit (laughs) (laughs) that would be interesting will be the guy that lays on the floor all the time and literally lets his wife like walk on him walk all over you (laughs) she walks all over me what no she actually walks all over me (laughs) damn i should have made up something more frivolous she feeds me beluga caviar on the finest of uh china dishes We'll, we'll go with that then. Yeah. We've got China dishes here. Katie's got some fancy dishes. <laughs> yes. So I, we can put those in the show. Okay. Well, I've, fuck I it. have uh, like, inherited some. Forget it. Just We're combine it all. right now. Yeah. Just yeah. combine it all. She walks on me and feeds me caviar to find a China dishes. <laughs> I like that. Okay. That's a character. That's good. We've got <laughs> something here. Got a quirky character. Gotta run with it. Now, um, you've said you've both been like through a acting classes and drama clubs and everything like that. I mean, have you ever compared experiences? I mean, because you 
had the similar path and everything, but did you like, well, when I was in this class, this and this A and B, and I dealt with these type of personalities, and was it like, oh, yeah, me too, and blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, a little bit, and mm-hmm. we've sort of, we've studied with, well, we both studied with Jeff Seymour, mm-hmm. and did you do Second City? I've done like a Second City drop-in classes over the years. Second City. I've never like committed one. Though. We're having this conversation now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to take it recently, but it didn't fit with my schedule. Um, I feel in. like we mostly just like we don't really talk about acting class that no, much. No, we talk about like a lot. We talk about boys. We, <laughs> we talk about friends. Friends. We talk about work. The series, or what's, like bugging us. Yeah, we talk about our day jobs and we talk about like scripts. Okay. Yeah. Now, like, we um, don't really like, we both like, I studied acting like legitimately for seven years. Like, I was in on camera scene study, whatever classes for like seven years straight. But like, and it's still something actually now that, that we finished shooting the show, maybe I'll go back to, I'll probably go back to class because I think it's good to, to keep working on your craft. But, like, at a certain point when you do so much training, you kind of have to try to just, like, let it go in a way. And not sit around and talk about it. Well, yeah. Or, like, you can. But, like, when you're, you know, you practice and you practice and you practice and you do classes and classes and classes. But then, like, at some point you just got to, like, be in the moment. Yeah. And just sort of. Yeah, it's kind of like when you get ready for an audition. You want to. Like, rehearse, 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 then just let it go. It's like swimming. It's like, you can you can tell somebody how to swim. I can be like, hey, like, you get in the water, and then you kick your legs, and you, like, do this with your arms. But until you, like, actually get in the water and, like, mm. start flopping around, like, you're not swimming. Yeah. You can, t- you can talk all day. You could tell someone how to swim for, like, a year, and they could never know how. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I kind of feel about acting. Like, yeah. I've done it. Like, when you do it, so practice, practice, practice. It's like that 10,000-hour thing. Yeah. It's like once you, like, put in that time, then, like, you can tr- – you you start – not that, like, I think I'm the most amazing actor. Like, I'm definitely not. But, like, <laughs> when you put in so much time, you start to trust yourself a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. I can dig it. I get it. It's kind of – Yeah. Like, not – yeah. It's yeah. kind of like – I still the- have a lot of, like – I'm sure a lot of improvement and I have my own insecurities as a performer. I think everybody does, but you do just, just by nature of getting more comfortable with your craft, putting in those hours, you, uh, you start to let go a little bit of like Mm -hmm. those things and get out of your head, which I think is like kind of key. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. We we, we kind of had that conversation on another podcast about iron fist. (laughs) Because, I mean, everybody was talking down upon it or whatever. It's like, oh, he didn't really know the Kung Fu and he's supposed to be the Iron Fist, but he don't know how to control his powers. And what reminded me of that is because my point was that he was a guy with no formal training and training wasn't his main focus. So, obviously, if you do something without, um, you know, the proper focus or your heart isn't into it, you're not going to be really good at it. Right. Yeah, if your heart's in it, like anything you do, if your heart's in it, you're going to have some level of success because you're, and you're going to likely be good at it because you're, you, you want to be doing it. Yes. 
Yeah, it's all about that heart. Now... Gotta do what you love. Yeah. Now, moving forward to Mm -hmm. present day, we've just wrapped season one. How did your show, My Roommate is an Escort, come to be? So we, like as we said, we had met at that party and then during our first writing set, so the night of the party, we thought we were going to write kind of a comedy about dating and then when we sat together in the first writing session in the coffee shop two days later we got talking more about like you know you get talking about like first to warm up before we start writing we're just chatting about life and we were chatting about roommates and going into roommate stories and as two artists living in Toronto it's a really expensive city we live right downtown so we've had you know as you're pursuing acting um most people have roommates mm-hmm. because it's not like the most steady job. And, um, <laughs> it's not the most steady. And by that we mean it's like the least steady yeah. job. And by that we mean you might make three thousand dollars from it one year. Yeah. Um, so or less. Yeah. So we uh, just got exchanging stories, and then we thought, what if we play roommates and um, the stories more about the relationship between these like two very different girls that are living together under one roof. So that's where, uh, that's how that all came to be. And then we just, yeah, just went with that. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. with the um, ins and outs of filming your own independent production and everything, I mean, how did y'all go about pulling all that together and everything? Like, how did you go about getting the camera crew or did you source your own equipment? Right. Did you rent things? I mean, what what happened? So I had a small role on a CBC uh, network show called Working Moms. And uh, when I was going to my wardrobe fitting for that series, I got lost and ended up in the production office in like the wrong building. And I met this guy, this man chased after me and was like, Katie, are you Katie? And I was like, yes. And he was like, I saw, we had shot this like low budget prequel episode to our series when we were raising money and had put it online. And he was like, I saw your prequel episode on LinkedIn and I really want to be a part of your show as like a producer. And I was like, oh, OK. And it was really exciting. So I called Trish and was like, oh, my God, this guy who works at like CBC wants to like produce our show. And so anyway, then we met with David. His name was David Carruthers, and he's lovely. And we met with him and started working with him. And David Carruthers has worked in the industry for 30 years or more. And he brought on our director of photography, Russell Guzzi, who's got, like, so much experience. He's an old pro. Um, And then through Russ, we got the rest of the crew mostly. Um, And through people we knew uh, as well. Um, and we got really, really lucky because we did not have like hardly any money. Um, like relatively speaking, we did the whole thing on $30,000. So it's very low budget for a series. And, Mm -hmm. uh, we, but we have a very high, well, we think a pretty high production value. So, uh, and like I, um, directed this series and our DOP, even though he had so much experience, he was so collaborative with me and he always gave, respected me and gave me sort of the final say. But like br- he also brought so much experience and like, ed- you know, knowledge to the table. So it was a really cool. It, we had a, a terrific team. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of fell together like that. 
Yeah, it yeah, it fell together. And, and you know, that's why I tell people whatever. I mean, you may not get what you know exactly what you want, but I mean, if it's meant to be, things will happen in your life to make it happen. Yeah, I think so. And um, when Katie met David, that was an exciting day. And then David did turn out to be a very um, a good team member to have on board. So, um, yeah, just kind of, I guess it, it fell together in a, in a nice way. And we had a really great team. So, yeah, we're very happy with it. Very we love happy. our team. Very happy. We love our team. We love them. <laughs> as exciting as all that may have been everything at the time, I mean, did you have any unsettling feelings to where like all right he wants to come on and help us with this thing but will this thing really be what we want it to be instead of somebody else's thing yes and that's That's why we had katie direct it because we had had some directors offer to do direct it which is great but um every time we you know we just constantly had this like Mm -hmm. feeling that it had to stay Mm -hmm. within you know, mm-hmm. and um, when we first met with David Carruthers, we left that meeting and we were like, you know, can we trust it? Because we had just met him. Right. So we yeah. were like, what does he want? Can we trust him? Like we really. But then like we're big believers of sort of following our instincts on people and like trusting our your intuition. And uh, and we felt we thought he was a nice guy and we just kind of like went for it. And we were right. Yeah, he's. Amazing. He's amazing. Although we're not always right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say. Yeah, that's true with instincts. But because <laughs> yeah. some people don't turn out to be so amazing, but that's people. Yeah, but we got lucky with yeah, him. With he was a game changer for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he brings a lot to our team. So we're we're kind of balanced out now by having the three of us on board because we're still in charge of the creative and David's like very um respectable of that but he brings a really like brings all those years of the business sense um to the team which is really great yeah he's it's awesome. a good balance yeah mm-hmm. but we definitely have had our like moments where we were like just along the way just you know questioning yeah as you go along you know you're proceeding with caution mm-hmm. um so we always try to like have a bit of a reality check and just you know make informed decisions and we're not we are learning as we go, and we're very green, and um, we, you know, we're getting more and more experienced every day, but we do, and we make mistakes, but we do our best to prevent making mistakes, and we try to learn from the mistakes and own up to the ones that we do make, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's a process. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I can respect that. Um <laughs> Now, as far as the show, the format and everything, I know it's out on YouTube. I yeah. full disclosure, I didn't watch it yet. I watched the first episode, but not all the way through yet. You know, oh good, life. You know, <laughs> thank you for watching the first episode. Now, from what I've seen or whatever, it's just like I liked it because that's that's kind of my humor or whatever. I always try to find the innuendo in something, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just can't help yeah. it. <laughs> My wife yeah. would be talking about something, and I'd be like, ha, 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 that's what she said, or something like that. I don't know. It's so stupid yeah, like yeah. that. But um, it was just like, you were trying to tell her what you do, but not actually tell her what you do, and it, that yeah. cracked me up. Like the conferences. <laughs> yeah, and Kesha never technically lies. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's really sketchy, but she never really lies. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah she's because she asked her about the back door. She says she goes traveling for for conferences. She goes to the walk-in clinic. Like, yeah, there's it, some it's, honesty it's there. It's pretty honest. It's all out there. <laughs> I know. Just thinking, just like hearing you talk about it, I'm I'm laughing about it because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, when how how does a writing meeting go? Because like, I mean, I can think of all this stuff that I saw in that episode, you know, like right out of my head or whatever. But like, trying to put that all down on paper is my hard part. So I mean, like, how does that work? I don't know, (laughs) because I'm I'm interested. That's why I'm asking. We it takes a coffee. We meet (laughs) at a coffee shop. We we drink. We get coffee. We start chatting. I'm usually the one who's on my laptop. Mm-hmm. And then we just start throwing out ideas. And sometimes like, we say, what would you say in this situation? Yeah, what would you or say? Or if you know a person like this, yes, what, what would, would she say, say here? Because we've both known people like both characters. So what if we're in a situation where one of us would be doing that in real life? Like, what would you, you've been in this How situation. Would How would you react? What did you say? We we want like we wanted it to be very truthful. Yeah. Like, what would you say? What would this person say? Yeah. If this, then what? Like if this, then what would happen? Is like something where we're constantly like, uh, go, go coming back to the drawing board. Like whenever we and if we ever get like lost at all, even though we, you know, we're actually we have a pretty good flow uh, in terms of that. We don't so much get writer's block. Sometimes we get tired if we're writing for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, we all, yeah, we just come back to in real life. What would you what say? Would you say? What would How would you react? Say? Would you try to be polite, or would you try to um, hide something? Would you lie? Would you find this funny? Like what? How would you react to X Y Z? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And kind of being open to like the different faucets of human behavior. Mm-hmm. Not to get too ridiculous about it, but yeah. Oh, I like it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny because that was like a double answer just now because my wife showed me um my outfit that she wanted to wear and I heard what you said and I like both of them so I just said it out loud. <laughs> oh, that was nice. Oh. See, she's happy. We're happy. You complimented it. You complimented us all. It's a win-win. Yeah, we're all happy. Yes, happy guess, happy life. <laughs> yes, yes, that too. Yeah, and you're just killing three birds with one stone. It's a good night for you too. I know. I mean, I got like this mysterious curveball. Just hit all the birds in one throw. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, with this series, and I, I, I swear, I got, I got my Boy Scout fingers up right now. That I finished watching it because I was I, I dug the pilot. I, I I liked it a lot. And um Excellent, thank you. I wanna try to get you all the views that you can get. So I mean, was YouTube always the plan or was it, you know, you wanted to try to shop this around or what was the deal yeah. with that? So well we are shopping it around now and that's um so the series serves as a really good um I guess like Proof of concept concept for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's giving us the opportunities because people seem to seem to like it. So it's giving us that opportunity. It's getting us the meetings that we want. And um, the initial when we first met, we just thought, let's get something out there and show like, say, just show people what we can do. 
um, let's play these roles we want to play, leading roles in comedy, and show people what we can do. Let's shoot it, get it out there. But then it just became something um, that it became a bigger thing. And um, yeah, now it's opening those doors. So of course we want that. Of course we would love to to have a series and develop it into a half-hour comedy series for you know television or Netflix or Amazon or whatever it might be. Sweet. And that, yeah. We're, we're, so we're we're you know flushing out some more. Well. I mean, everybody and, uh, can, going back to writing. Yeah, everybody has hopes and dreams and everything like this. What for this show? What would be your ideal situation for it? Like, i.e., Netflix or a movie? Yeah, deal or, a half-hour series. Um, Katie would get to do some directing. We would both be acting in these roles, and yeah, do what we did with the web series, but on a bigger scale as a half-hour comedy series. Yeah, hopefully. You know, we're proceeding with guarded optimism, Mm because you never know. You know, a lot of things have to line up. But we're going to try our best. Mm -hmm. Try to Mm -hmm. keep on trekking, soldiering on, Mm -hmm. day by day, convincing the world to give us money. (laughs) (laughs) Do what we Mm -hmm. want to do. (laughs) Make a comedy series. Yeah. This is really good pizza. Katie made pizza, as we discussed when we... Well, it's frozen pizza. And it's not dessert. No, I just put it in the oven. (laughs) But it's a really good frozen pizza. (laughs) Okay, I I was just on um, the Twitter account there. Hey, it's an emergency. Y'all all right? (laughs) Yeah, I broiled the top of it. I'm into that. I like broiling cheese on things. Oh, that's how you did it. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm on the Twitter account for the. Um, the how do you feel about broiling? Broiling, I like to do it with chicken because that's my stereotype. And. Um, what kind of <laughs> what? How what kind of chicken do you make? How do you make your chicken? There's like so many ways to make chicken. I don't I, even know if this was for me. I just started. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. I I make it delicious. <laughs> Katie know. makes really good chicken. I love chicken. She I, does. Uh, she brines it. And then I bake it, but I love fried chicken. Fried chicken, and I think, is like one of my favorite foods. Yes. Oh, God. All right, that's enough of chicken talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go have me in there tearing up the kitchen and everything. <laughs> now, um, all right, let's see what I had. Um, the characters. I've only seen right. the pilot episode and everything, and we just talked about it a little while ago. How, you know, characters can be an extension of your personality or whatever. And I'm not by any means calling anybody an escort or a whore. <laughs> but how far off are these characters from, you know, the actual people that play them? Well, interesting enough, this is Katie speaking and I play Kesha. The apartment that's Heather's apartment is my apartment. The overalls that Heather wears are actually my overalls in real life. Um, and... Yeah, so a lot of Heather's life is actually, like, literally my life. But I think that, like, both Heather... Like, I think there are both aspects of us in both Heather and Kesha. Like, for me, I'm probably, like, more conservative. I'm a pretty conservative person. Um, And Kesha's, like, very different, obviously. She's much more liberal in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. Kesha's also... She has like I, she, her laugh is my laugh in real life, 
people are like, your character laugh is so funny. And I'm like, that's actually just my laugh. (laughs) 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 It's pretty obnoxious. Um, And then, uh, and like Kesha's kind of fun and like, I don't know. I think that I there's I'm similar to her in some ways, hopefully good ways. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and sometimes I can just be a bitch, just like Kesha. I think we're all very multifaceted, and I feel like both characters, yeah, both characters um, are females around our age, and nobody, in my opinion, nobody's all good or all bad. That's just um, my personal opinion on people in life, and I think we're all very multidimensional, and I think we both in real life have... Yeah, qualities of Kesha, qualities of Heather, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Both- Neither of us are escorts. But- <laughs> no, but we don't, we don't pay rent. No, I'm just kidding. We definitely we do pay, pay rent, rent unfortunately. <laughs> if um, anybody wants to pay our rent, just e-transfer us. <laughs> your half of the money, and by your half we mean all, all of, of it. the money. <laughs> <laughs> you will get nothing in return. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Now, with this, I know you're going to, how far out do you have this planned out for a certain length, or are you just writing it as it comes to you? Um. Well, we we wrote 11 episodes, and they're all online. Um. And now we're writing a pilot episode for, like, a half-hour comedy. Um. So... Yeah, it it takes as long as it takes, but we can we, we can pump them out pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, we got a pretty we have a lot of ideas for yeah. for better or worse, and for more than this show, we have other ideas for other shows. So yeah, yeah, we yeah we hope to keep writing together. That's mm-hmm. the plan. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Now, um, I, I, I'm not familiar with, like, how did you put it out? Like, did you put them all out at once, or was it a one episode at a time? Or? Yeah, we just put them all out there. So they're each pretty short. They're four- to five-minute episodes, and they all lead into each other. So we just – you can watch the entire series in less than an hour. So we just put them all out there, and most people – a lot of people are binge-watching them, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of the way – Content is consumed online these days, you know, with Netflix and Hulu and all that. Yeah. People seem to just get into a show and just watch the whole thing. And I find it's really interesting. Like, if I start watching a show on Netflix, I'll, like, binge a bunch of it. And then I just, like, move on to another show. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I don't finish it. Yeah, I did that with... um... Um, Bates Motel. I watched oh, like a I ton of episodes, too. and then when the mom—I oh, don't want to do any spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched—but like something big happened with one of the characters, and then and I was like, okay, I'm done watching now. <laughs> and then I moved on to Love, which is a comedy. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I feel like with comedies, you can just pick up. Like, I don't have to watch the entire series though. Like, even though sometimes right. I do binge, you can tune in to an hour. Yeah, like I can. I'll just pick. Um, an episode of Friends, and I'll just watch one random episode one night because I feel like laughing, and I'm not worried about watching the whole season. So I kind of like that about comedy too, that you actually you can just keep watching it for a laugh here and there. Yeah. Whenever you feel like it. Whereas with like a drama, 
you want to sometimes you need to like get the background but then there's like certain dramas that are procedurals like law and order where every show is its own story so you could just watch yeah you could even though the characters like they obviously have the same actors playing the same roles but like they're more or less like little features Mm -hmm. with a beginning middle and end yeah, so we wanted to give people the option to binge watch it all, and we just want, wanted to get it out there because we did want someone to watch it and, and say, yes, we will have a meeting with you and talk about developing this into a Yeah, show, we're, we're getting meetings. So, that's I don't know, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> people are people are talking to us, which is, which isn't, you know, not always. Which is something. It's something. We have it's a lot of progress. We have a lot of people who aren't talking to us, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's better than no one talking <laughs> to you. Exes mostly. They're not talking to us. <laughs> Why won't my ex talk to me? Probably for their own betterment. Is that a word, betterment? Yes, it is. As far as I'm concerned. We we make stuff up. And I, I'm under the, the um, thing that if you say it, it is a word. So there you go. It's playing Scrabble with you would be a challenge then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I usually talk. Katie started on Scrabble. (laughs) Well, I I usually talk in obscenities anyway. I'm the Scrabble police. You don't pull you don't pull any shenanigans with me on Scrabble. Yeah, but I usually talk in obscenities, so those are real words. I will throw the board at you. (laughs) Just kidding. My my I'm my uh, grandparents are immigrants from Germany, and my Oma was like this really strong-willed German woman. And when I was playing Scrabble with her once as a kid, like, it was me and my cousin and my brother. I was, like, seven years old. We had, like, an argument over a word. Because, you know, in Scrabble, sometimes, like, people choose some obscure word and it's, like, questionably a word. It was, like, that situation. And I was, like, oh, my, like, that's not a word. And she, like, out of the table at us or threw threw the board at us, I mean. Anyway. I, I probably shouldn't be sharing this. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Stories. Well, Stories. What brings us together. Yeah. Well, I'll put somebody through yeah, a, right? um, a card table. What's that? I said I put somebody through a card table, so. <laughs> you you did? Wow. Okay, Over so a card just, game? Wow. Yeah. It was Magic the Gathering. <laughs> wow. Whoa. So who won the game in the end? I won because I put them through the table. <laughs> oh, God. Is that how that works? Wow. Yeah. I never put anyone through a table. Hey, I mean, I your, your actresses and uh, directors and everything, I mean, you pretty soon you're going to be putting people through many tables. Right. Through tables. Huh. Maybe I should okay. try I that next time I have I a disagreement. I don't know what that means. Is that like a figure of speech or do you mean we'll actually physically be putting people through tables? Yeah, because I mean, you're going to probably direct an action movie one day or star an action oh. movie one day. Or- oh, get in an argument with someone you just throw them at a you're table. You're like, I'm a director. I'm throwing you at yeah, the like, table because I can't. Pretty sure you could get sued for that. <laughs> I'm, my instincts aren't always on on point, but... Uh, but that's a lawsuit. Yeah. Or, or, hey, yeah. Or, or, Our main goal in life is just not getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> hey, or, or what we just did right now, we can make that a turn of phrase. When you have a disagreement with somebody, you're going to put them through a table. Yeah, that's a good that's a So good we point. have we have your we have people walking all over each other literally and then we have people putting each other through tables. I like that. There you go. Literally. Yeah. 
Feel free You're to like use it all. You're like the literal guy. You use <laughs> metaphors literally. Because <laughs> it's like the guy who just doesn't understand metaphors and just... So he just does them literally. Yeah, that's our character. That's good. There's a character. There's something. There's a lot of yeah. metaphors. And there's a lot of kind of like ambiguous metaphors. And I don't even think people use them properly all the time. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't. I know yeah, I'm always... That would be good. Good character. Someone who takes metaphors. Metaphors Yeah, they just don't understand metaphors. (laughs) Like, in certain cultures, in certain languages, like, like my brother spent a year in Japan studying, and they apparently, I mean, this is what he says. I'm not saying that I say it, but apparently they don't, like, use sarcasm. What? So if you could, like, apparently he was with his, like, host family, and he was like, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. And they are like, what? <laughs> you want to eat <laughs> a horse? A horse? Yeah, like just culturally, it's just like not a thing. Wow, that, I that, don't know. That would be weird because I deal in a lot of that too. <laughs> really? Yeah, sarcasm, innuendo. Uh, yeah. I'm doing it terribly now, but I use metaphors pretty good. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> typically. Typically. <laughs> I'm I'm really good at metaphors. Yeah, I should put that on my dating profile. Yeah, I like that. That's a good. I like one. a good metaphor. I really like puns personally. Oh, you shit! You would love being around here because I mean, I'm I'm the I'm the guy that's doing the dad jokes. <laughs> I love dad jokes. They're you know the what? There's something to be said for a good old dad joke. There is. Yeah, my my wife laughed, but she's like, "You are so fucking stupid." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your wife sounds awesome. What's her name? Robin. Oh, wait, Robin, Robin. Robin Robinson. <laughs> what? I know, weird, right? <laughs> That's amazing. She's wow. in. I see she's in here. If you want to holler at her. Hello. Hello. No, uh, like she's like literally in here. I could put her on the microphone. Okay, yeah, put her, yeah, on. Put her on. All right, hold on one second. All right, Robin. Sh- she's coming. Yay! I- I'm so excited. <laughs> this is uh, so much suspense right now. I know. I know. I feel like she's gonna have this big reveal. Like we need like music playing. We don't usually she get to meet to the family. Down the hallway. Yeah, I encourage them to be on here, except for the little one. She tried to hog my spotlight. <laughs> So wait, how many kids do you do you have? Uh, three. I have uh, the two oldest ones, uh, sixteen and uh, fourteen. And then I had the baby that's six. Wow! Aww, that's such a beautiful family. Yes, and I'm about to transfer over now because we, we can't share headphones. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye, Rob. Bye. Uh, two ladies. Hello, hello, hello. This Hi, is Rob. How's it going? Good, good. Who am I speaking with? Oh, this is Ka- I'm Katie. And I'm Hi, Trish. And Hi, Trish. we uh, made a comedy series that's on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's called my it's called My Roommates and Escort. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a comedy about two girls. It's not sexy or anything. It's more about like our relationship living under one roof and the shenanigans that we get involved in together yeah okay well i'm gonna have to follow yeah. oh thank you so rob was telling us that you have three be- three beautiful kids yes so you have a busy household 
Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we heard that you guys want a barbecue. Yes. That's amazing. How do you, I never win anything. How did you win this barbecue? How do we win a barbecue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Hold on a minute. <laughs> no, she, she. They want some barbecue, I guess. Because <laughs> I can't hear you. She has the headphones, so I can't hear nothing y'all saying. <laughs> it's like y'all having your own private conversation. Uh oh. No. I don't. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Now she asked me about some barbecue. What's going on here? <laughs> we asked if you. Uh, we, asked her, we asked how she won the barbecue. <laughs> oh, no, she wanted some barbecue. <laughs> oh, oh we she, thought you said you won a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wanted. Yeah, my see. <laughs> Katie said, "I never won. I've never won anything. How did you win that barbecue?" <laughs> And she was like, these girls are crazy. We didn't win a barbecue. Oh, no. Um, what, what, what I was saying was she wanted she wanted a barbecue grill so she could barbecue. So, one wanted tomato, tomato. Oh, so, know. Okay, so she wanted a barbecue. So you just went out and bought a, bar- a barbecue. No, she bought it. She was like, she I want it, so I bought it. And then you had to clean it. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I just want to make sure I have the story straight here, not to have any more misunderstandings. It's okay. Tell Robin I'm very sorry for fucking that up. She, she says she's very sorry for the misunderstanding. When I <laughs> when I explained to them earlier that you wanted a barbecue grill, uh-huh. so you went and bought one, uh-huh. and I'm the one cleaning it. I, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, you hear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how that goes down. I'm the same if I had a boyfriend or a husband, I'd be telling him what to do. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so if you want more of Robin, she's here for your entertainment. Oh, Robin. Well, it's up to her if she wants to talk to us. She said, if well, not, we understand. She said, well, it's up to you. If you want to come and join them in the conversation, it's up to you. She's making the doe eyes at me. She's like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> She's like, I was just in the living room watching a movie, and here I am. Get Robin on the podcast, huh? Are we the first people to get Robin on the podcast? Uh, yeah, you are actually. (laughs) Oh, wow! We won! We won! (laughs) They won. They say they're the first ones to get you on the podcast. You just won, Katie. Your luck is turning around. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Thanks. <laughs> I won't get too excited, but I appreciate it. <laughs> it is an accomplishment. Life, you know what I'm saying, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> so, what time are? What time is it where you are? It's nine o'clock. Oh, are we in the same time? Are you on Eastern time? No, it's ten o'clock here. Yeah, you're an hour ahead of me. Oh, wow, wow. So, where exactly are you located? I am in Houston, Texas. Oh, in wow. Houston, That's Texas. So cool. We're in Toronto, Canada. I know it's on your profile. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. Wow. Houston, what's Texas. Houston like? Are there lots of guns there? Is that, re- is that true? Yes, there's m- multiple places for guns. So, how many guns do you think the average household in Texas, in Houston, Texas, has? All the guns. 
All of the guns. What? Wow. Nobody has guns in Canada. Unless you're, like, into hunting, then you might have a rifle. Yeah. But that's not many people. Yeah. Maybe, like, a hundred people in Canada. But I'm actually surprised at how many people carry I'm just kidding. a, a knife in their pocket here. Like Do I, they? Yeah, so many people have pocket knives. Okay, but, like, okay, I, I could trust my, not that I carry a knife, because I don't, but, like, I could trust myself with a knife, but, like, and I, I mean, I'm sure I'd be fine if I had a gun, but, like, if, the thing is with a knife, it's, like, to me, it's so much, it would be so much harder to, like, actually stab someone than it is to shoot them, because it's, like, so much more yeah. personal. Like, I, I just, I, I couldn't, I don't know, I mean, the, and I've thought about this, and I think the only way I could, like, actually hurt someone or kill them would be if they, like, attacked an an immediate family member or like someone that I really care about, then Are I could you? probably I think maybe instincts will kick in and I could like go for them. Well shit, if they like, attack you, I, I think you'd easily be able to do if it. somebody like hurt a family member, maybe I, I could shoot them. But stabbing them like I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, it always bugs me in T V shows when someone's about to get attacked and they'll like you know, they'll, like, stab the intruder. Because I'm, like, in real life, I would be way too scared to stab somebody. Stabbing? Even if I think they're about to attack me. I feel like it would take till the very last second of, like, almost, like, them coming at you to actually go through with stabbing them. Because that's such a harsh... And you've got to, like... I think you would need a lot of force to actually, like, have a knife go into somebody. Yeah, you have to I go... Mean, I guess it depends how pointy the knife is, but, like... I feel like that's, like, last resort. You're like, what if this person just wants to, like... <laughs> No, what if they just want a cup of sugar and here I am stabbing them? Have you ever been afraid and you've gotten a knife? Like somebody's been at your door and you're like, who the fuck is that? And you grab a knife from the kitchen when you go to answer the door. I used to sleep with an umbrella next to my bed because I thought if anyone ever like broke in and tried to attack me, You'd whack I'd them. whack with my umbrella. Was this when you first moved to Toronto? Yeah. You're like, I used to always you sleep know what's with funny? an umbrella next to my bed. When I first moved to Toronto, my <laughs> Oma, the same German one who threw the Scrabble board, told me in her like German accent, she was like, I can't do a German accent, but she was like, make sure you don't go, you, you, she said, make sure you don't go down any, like, dark alleyways and always carry an umbrella. Oh, yeah. Like, like I that got, was her, like, straight up that's advice. That's so funny. She's just like me, because I got yeah. followed one night and chased, and then after that, for, like, three weeks, I either cabbed everywhere or took an umbrella with me, and people would be like, it's not raining, and I'm like, yeah, but I need a weapon. Yeah, you're like, somebody will for sure attack me. And I will have an umbrella, at least, to hit them with. Like a big umbrella or, like, one of those collapsible ones? I just had, took whatever umbrella I had. For a while, I had one with a really good wooden club on the end of it. Oh. But when you have a good umbrella, it goes missing fast because everyone wants the good umbrella. Do they? Yeah. I have a thing where I leave umbrellas everywhere. Umbrellas. Everyone does. When it rains and, and <sighs> you're on the subway, I swear, I always see, like, a, a lonely umbrella. Yeah. So sometimes I'll, like, if it's raining, if you just walk into a place and you're like I left my umbrella here it was it was black they're like oh yeah we have it have you done that yeah I did that at the library and it worked oh my god well I had left my umbrella somewhere Connie so. lost and found <laughs> I did is there a lost and found I lost I lost my toque <laughs> just like take a toque 
Well, I was walking by the library and it started to rain and I figured I've left umbrellas at the library. So someone else has my umbrella out there. I might as well walk in and say, I left my umbrella here. It's not an umbrella share, <laughs> but it, it is. Yeah. It really is. Okay. I'm going to create the umbrella share app. <laughs> Apparently in Japan, this is like another random Japanese fact. Just because we're talking about umbrellas. Everybody, because it rains a lot there, everybody just has these cheap, like, umbrellas um, with the handles. And then they have, like, clear, like, it's the clear ones. Yeah. And, and when it, and everyone just, like, takes some places and just leave. There's, like, umbrella stands everywhere. And they just put them in there. Oh, and they just like leave that. them. So if it starts raining, like, wherever you are, there will just be umbrellas. Okay, umbrella share is actually yeah. a thing like all of society is just like on board nobody gets an expensive umbrella and they just like share the cheap ones i like that i think that's really smart that's, we should bring that here that's like at the gas station you know you take a penny leave a penny right yes take do an umbrella have, leave an umbrella do you guys still have pennies <laughs> well like it's not like they abolished them or anything they out of circulation we still have pennies <laughs> Wait, they're out of. They are in circulation, or they're out of circulation. No, I said it's not like they are out of circulation. We still have pennies. I don't know nobody that oh, used pennies. Um, we Canada took pennies out of circulation a few years ago. What? Yeah, they just decided they don't want pennies anymore. Yeah, I've watched people throw their pennies in the garbage. Yeah, like, what? They literally just said like, no more pennies. Now we're our lowest coin is five sense which is called a nickel here and we also have loonies and toonies and loonies and toonies are loonies are one dollar one dollar coins they're gold coins and toonies are gold coins with silver around the gold and they're called toonies and and they're two dollars two dollars so wait do you guys what are what are your metrics for currency we have we have a nickel a dime a quarter a loony and a toonie. What do you have? I mean, that's what we we have a penny, a nickel, dime, quarter. And uh, I mean, there's other change current like coin currency that we have. I mean, not too many people use it, but then it goes straight to the dollar bill, the five dollar bill, the ten dollar bill. Mm. See, we used to have a two dollar bill. But they took that out of circulation. And then they brought in the toonies. <laughs> yeah. And we have, we have colored money, which you might have seen. It on- looks like money. Monopoly money. Yeah. It's like blue and green. <laughs> and it's made out of plastic and sometimes it just cracked in half and a, a bill will just, yeah, no. I've had them, yeah, I've had them just crack. They all of a sudden, like certain ones will just like, cause I was spending some time bartending made out of and, um, and they just will, the plastic ones just snap. What? Yeah. And then they what do you do break clean in half. So they break in half. You tape them back together. All right. I was about to say, I mean, if you, broke a dollar toonie in half i mean is that half worth 50 cent or no yeah i think <laughs> you're i think so. you're on to something if a hundred dollar bill breaks in half it does is that fifty dollars good <laughs> question try to go to a store and buy something for 50 bucks it's yeah like, what's the... you can experiment with that mm-hmm. you'd be like everything's half you can price let's experiment with your fifty dollars <laughs> you can see the hundred dollar bill in our show i know that we have a hundred we might have a stack of 20s in there the green ones the hundred is a, a brown yeah, most people when they shoot things in Canada try to hide that it's Canada and pretend that it's the U.S. But our show is very like we don't hide that it's Canada because we figure we're Canadians, so we might as well, as well just embrace it. Embrace it because we can't. You guys we would can't, be watching. We can't fool you. You'd be watching it and you'd be 
be like, why are they saying oot and boot? Oot and boot and A all the time. <laughs> Get loose. Yeah. Why are they talking about loonies and toonies? <laughs> and beer. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what the pillars I, of Canadian culture. With the umbrella thing or whatever. Also, I mean, you really don't have to attack them. What you can do is like open it and throw it at them indoors. And then they'll get oh, bad luck. Oh, I like that. I did that to the person I shared an Uber with yesterday, but not on purpose. <laughs> um, also, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we have another podcast now. Okay. We're we're not escorts, but we are podcast whores. Uh, <laughs> I understand <laughs> you're doing it for a good cause. <laughs> Wait till you watch the show. You might retract that statement. <laughs> okay. Very well. I'll we're, reserve we're all really judgments to the for end. We're really happy your support, and we're happy that you watched and that you're going to continue watching. Yeah, and congrats and, um, to you on your podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Random ramblings. We love it. Appreciate you. And um, before you go, and you it was wanna... great getting Robin on. And, uh, and if we ever come to Texas, we're we, staying on your couch. And we want some chicken. Oh, because chicken chicken is straight up my favorite food. Oh, I and have. we want you to, and yeah, and you you can barbecue and we'll clean the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> We're really desperate. <laughs> well, you you have a couch. You have varieties of chicken and um your favorite beverages. Or if I mean I don't know y'all from Canada, you might have some select beverages. So bring your own beverages if you can. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, that's what it'll be chicken and grill cleaning and beverages and yeah (laughs) that sounds pretty good to me i am down you're making me excited come to texas soon (laughs) okay all right thanks so much for the chat we'll uh, stay in touch and uh and say bye to robin for us all right i sure will and before you go if you have enough time you want to go ahead and plug anything not your orifices i know how that business works so our series is available at www.myroommatesandescort.com Our Twitter is at Escort Roommates. Our Instagram is at My Roommates and Escort. And we're also on Facebook. Just search My Roommates and Escort. And we are Trish Renoni and Katie Holden. And that was the conclusion to this edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. And um, we cleared up a lot of things. I did not win a barbecue. <laughs> I wish I did. I wouldn't have to clean the grill and all the other bullshit after the fact. But um, it was a great time with Trish and Katie. Um, you get to see their chemistry. Well, you didn't get to see shit because this ain't video. You get to hear the chemistry that these two have between each other and how they went about uh, constructing something from nothing and making things happen, man. I mean, it just goes to show you. I mean, if something was meant to be, you know, things will happen to make that thing happen. Happen happenings will happen and all the happenings will happen. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. So man, if you haven't received the urge yet to go check out their YouTube series after hearing these two lovely individuals conversate with me or conversate with each other while I kind of listened on this podcast. Something is wrong with you. And if something is wrong with you, I still employ you to find some kind of way to connect to the internet or get some kind of YouTube, you know, connection and freaking watch. My roommate is an escort. My roommate is not an escort. My roommate is Mrs. B Rob. So she is not an escort. I mean, she may, 
uh, escort me. I mean, I'm, you know what? Too much, too much info. I ain't going to go into it. I usually, I would, I mean, well, fuck it. I mean, she escorts my penis into her vagina. That's how that works. There it is. Adult shit. We grown men and women here. We know how the things work, especially if you got some kids or especially if you have kids, you know how the shit works. <laughs> but once again, my roommate's an escort, not mine, but that's the name of the show. You need to check it out. It's on YouTube and you can find him on Twitter in all kinds of places. Hey man, if you got a podcast out there and you need to guess, give him a howl. They, I, I know they would love to plug their product. Maybe their orifices on their off time. I mean, it's going on on the show, even though you don't see it. So you have to watch the show to see what I'm talking about. You know, it's, it's late. You know how I do when I record these things. That's where the rambling comes true. That's where it floats to the surface. And I'm also trying to play a video game right now, which is NBA playgrounds is the um, nba street nba jam knockoff i got some legit nba licensing on here so i'm just going through the tournament mode getting used to the buttons i'm currently playing with um kevin johnson um freaking phoenix suns alumni and um goddamn nene from the houston rockets which they just got their ass spanked in the nba finals so there you go now i don't Set my piece and then rambled all the ramblings. You heard my guests. Um, you heard Jody B blessing me with the voicemail from a champ. And you heard an interesting stalactite story from Hoppy Rogers. And um, I'm going to do my thing. You can find me on Twitter at It's B Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and all kind of other shenanigans, that's the account that you use. Also. The show has an account. If you want to find out more information on the show, look us up on Twitter. I say us. I mean me. But Mrs. B. Roberts here, so I guess I can say us. On Twitter, at, wait for it, R, 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 underscore, podcast. That's three R's, underscore, podcast. Anything you want to know about the show on Twitter, you can find it on there. Also, I have a website. It is random. Robcast.com. You can find more information about the show and also ways that you can support and contribute to the show to help it grow, help it turn into something bigger than itself. I'd like to give big shout outs to Brandon McIntyre, who is a contributor and also a new contributor, Glenn Abbott, all the way over there in the UK. And it's kind of creepy because I mailed them some stuff for being a contributor, which I do, in which you can receive, too, if you become a contributor. And I was looking on Google Maps at his address and I was looking at um, the place This is around his house and um, I was looking at the mall and I, I, I was kind of I was kind of stalking Glenn a little bit, just uh, being a little creepy. I did the same thing with Brandon, too. So, yeah, I know where you live at. Might pop up unexpectedly. Or I might show up at random. Nah, I ain't gonna do that because that's gonna cost money to get there. And, um, I know we know each other through the internet and that can be kind of weird. I just pop up at your motherfucking house. You might want to shoot me. Just a random black guy popping up on your doorstep like, hey, motherfucker, pow, I'm dead. I'm in the street bleeding out all over the place. But anyway, 
you can contribute to the show. I have a patron account with a Podbean, which is my podcast provider. It's all on the website, randomrobcast.com. Also, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, see me walk through Walmart sharing all kinds of, uh, stories as I vlog, as the young folks say. Also, there's a Facebook there somewhere. I, I repost a lot of posts that be on Facebook. And you can find out some cool stuff on there. I'm about to start using it a little bit more here in the future. I got some ideas coming up. But you can find me on Facebook. And uh the voicemail, man. You hear the high quality of voicemails that I get from Hoppy and Jody B and Jared and Ray and whoever else decided to chime in. Send me voicemails. 304-825-5762. That's 304-TALK-ROB. Leave me a voicemail. It could be by anything. Make sure it's random, baby. And um, speaking of, of Hoppy Rogers, um, at the end here, when I do my final sign off, because I forgot to say some other things. You can also catch me if you like professional wrestling on the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company. I co-host on that thing, and you can find that if you search for the NAI Network. We're one of the shows, one of many shows on the NAI Network. That's November Alpha India so, Shield. Dun 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 denim denim. <laughs> but anyway, check that show out if you're into professional wrestling. We also have merchandise that's going to be popping up real soon. For that uh, show, it's going to be the GTFH shirt. If you don't know what that stands for, you got to listen to the podcast, baby, to get the definition. And now I am truly and completely done. Shout out to everybody that listened to the show. And you're fucking awesome. And Hoppy Rogers is going to send us off into the ether with some words of wisdom. So I'll see you next time. What is it that makes you itch? Why do we spend all our time going for the money? You should spend your little time on earth searching what it is that you are passionate about. And if you do it long enough, you'll get paid a fee for it. If we spend our lives chasing after the money, you're going to be doing that which you hate so that you can go on living longer doing that which you hate. It makes no goddamn sense. It's all rich. There's no vomit. So get out there and do what you love. Now. Because now is all we have. There is no past. There is no future. Why do you listen to music? Most of it is pointless. It's not going anywhere. If it was, the fastest composition would be the best. No. Music releases you into reality. Now, the eternal now. People have this idea that the present was created by the past. No, the past is constantly created by the present, like a wake of a boat. Where's your boat headed today? <laughs>